Blog Talk Radio. This is Susan Swanbeck, CEO of the ATU Network. This work is protected by Creative Commons licensing. For the next two fun-filled hours, get ready to learn something new, be inspired, enlightened, spooked, helped, laugh, cry, and be awakened. And now, your host of Awakening the Unknown. So please welcome... Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody noticed that safari theme going on here today. Uh, right? It's just more to confuse them about all the secrets, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it really, we didn't plan it. It just kind of worked out this way. Oh, fuck yeah. So I got this bit of safari thing going on, and I think it's kind of funny. I'm over 16. I just right. think this whole thing is hilarious. I really do. This guy, he has needs to, like... Stick his nose up here for a second. So okay. Stop barking. All right, you need to stop barking because okay. we are teaching. Right. Today. There's no reason to bark anything up here, okay? Teaching okay. Thursday. No. Teaching here. Thursday. Here. Okay. Here. Okay, now done. All right. Now. <laughs> I know that we have gone over, I think, impact before, but I don't, we didn't remember if it was on the old network or our network. So. Yeah, because we didn't. On our own network, there's like so many shows that you know it's like okay, we didn't do it on our own, so we will we will do it that way. So. Right. And on our previous network, one of the things that was happened to have been one of our most positive, I mean, most well, how do you say it? Popular. Popular. Right. Um, right. Shows Popular. were the ones that we were, when we were talking about empaths, the situation, and that kind of genre. So I know we didn't have to touch on this one yet. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. Almost one-year-old network, mind you. One years old on the 24th. Mm-hmm. So excited. So excited. Hey, don't forget, guys, before we get started, I'm going to walk you through this again, everybody that's listening in. And for those of you that are um, um, are with us here on Facebook, don't forget, it's just go to the website, go to shop. But for those that are listening in, go to awakeningtheunknown.wixsite.org backslash ATU Network. Go over to the shop page. Click on anything in the shop page. Right now, all I have is, is chakras. Um, I've been a little busy with, with other things, that, and I know I need to get back into this. But just click on anything that's chakras. It'll bring you right over to Amazon. You can literally go from there, from the Amazon link. Once it brings you into Amazon, you can click on and do your everyday shopping. We are now Amazon affiliates, so anything you buy on Amazon, if you click our link first, will help us out. So that's a a wonderful thing. So I thought it was more feasible that way. So we're working on it, so we're going to keep pushing it nonstop. So we're actually talking about tonight. Oh, my goodness. 13 signs that you're an empath. Now, those that have been following us for a long time know that I am an empath. Mm -hmm. So I, I relate deeply to this. Deeply. That's how she learned to speak Michelle Nee, probably that are wondering how. <laughs> because she learned, you know, she spoke empath. Yeah. So that's how come she can speak now Michelle Nee. But well, it's something that's very, very, like, bonded. So it really is. We're empathic. See, and there's, there's a lot to it, believe it or not, than just being what is known as um, an, an HSP. Right. Okay. You're not just an H- HSP, which is highly sensitive people. No, it's a lot more to it than that. 
Now, an empath, for those that don't know, is somebody that actually is highly aware of the emotions of those around them mm-hmm. uh, to the point of actually feeling those emotions themselves, okay? Empaths see the world differently than other people do. So and it's, it's like I, I feel like you could feel like part alien. It's like I don't know how else to put it. Mm-hmm. It's like you just feel like you don't, there's something off. You don't belong. Something's not exactly right. Okay, now, these people actually have our, um, they're keenly aware of others and their pain points, by the way. Welcome to that. And um, and what they need emotionally, and that's what it is. We, we, we all absorb this. Now, empaths mm-hmm. can also feel physical pain of others. I have done that. And like I said, those that have known me for a while, I'll post online. Okay, somebody's having this shoulder pain, somebody's having that pain, the only way for me to get rid of it and is the empathic side of me is literally just it and then just somebody else says, okay, so it can be physically, emotionally, and mentally, all these right. things that right. that actually come through. So that is a true thing as well. Um, in other words, it, it, it's often, often it can be like, um, like senses, like someone's intentions also. Empaths are mm-hmm. very... Aware oh. of bottom one's bottom line intentions. This is why. No. Oh my goodness! Like the time when we were at Maple Cross and you had that feeling, and not only did you have the feeling, but the spirit cooperated with your feeling, because that was exactly the same thing, and it was 100% correct. Yeah. 100% correct. And that that's what it is. It's not. It's not that us empaths out there, for those that are new to the empathic ability, it's not that you're, you're meaning to be difficult in any way, shape, or form. It's just what we deal with on an everyday basis is, is very difficult. And it's something that really has to learn to be developed is what it is. So, in other words, um, empaths actually seem to pick, on, pick up on many, 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 many of the lived experiences around them, which basically means that Everybody that's living, um, like I like I stated this before, uh, if somebody could get up from a chair, all of a sudden you sit in a chair and your mood totally changes. That's mm-hmm. because you're picking up on somebody else's energy. And empath does pick up on energy, so to speak. But it's just right. that an empath versus a psychic, a medium, a clairvoyant, clairvoyant, clairvoyant this thing actually picks it up differently. It's all emotionally mm-hmm. based, but it still works off of energy is what it is. Now, there are actually many highly sensitive people who are empaths, but many, um, but they're, oh, God, there's actually a difference between an empath and an HSC is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Having a high degree of empathy is just one of the four traits. Mm-hmm. One. Now, All right, that, that actually makes someone that. Now, yeah. the trait of an empath, people, empaths deal what? Strictly, remember that, guys, strictly with feelings and emotions. Yeah, so you're so not just like talking. Hey, I'm mad. Yes, no. It's, not it's many different types of emotions because mm-hmm. you're dealing with the the um, emotions can also go into physical symptoms because mm-hmm. believe it or not, your physical symptoms are emotional based. Everybody that has followed the chakra classes knows that. That's right. It's all right. emotionally based. That's why empaths will pick up yeah. on physical pain because they're extremely connected to that that aspect of it. So, right. yeah. So we're actually going through some of the signs before you, we work you through some ways to help you um, better understand and better control what's actually going on right now. Right. 
Right. How are we doing in the chat room? They following so far? So far, so good. I do have a couple of watch parties up, and we have the chat going on, and everyone's liking, following, subscribing, and inviting, and sharing all the love and all, so, all over the place. How do they know it's there in the chat? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, now, got to be honest with yourselves. You guys are doing this and keeping track. 13 signs of an empath. Got to look at yourself as you are. Okay? Get make yourself either be one or not be one. So you need to be one it, or not. It is. It is okay. what it is, guys. It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> now, right. you take other people's emotions as your own. This is actually, uh, this is a classic. It's the uh, number one trait of an empath. You literally will absorb someone else's emotions as if they're your own. And a lot of times, for newbies, that can be very confusing. It can be very, this, very Yeah, this particular aspect of things is very confusing. It's very hard to deal with. And it's very hard for the individual to distinguish, oh, my God, am I going crazy? Am I not going on? Am I so emotional? Yeah, it's like, what's going on? I don't feel like this, but yet I'm feeling like this. And it just becomes a, a very difficult time. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, it's, it, it's, um, it's what is known as actually absorbing. It's like a sponge. You take a sponge, you put a sponge on a wet counter. Even if the sponge is dry, the sponge is going to pick up the water. No matter what. Okay. So basically, that's what an empath is doing. You want to fuck things up, and sometimes it happens unaware, and sometimes it's other times when physical symptoms hit you. And you, you know, you kind of question how come I got sick like that all of a sudden? Was it this? Was it that? But start, start thinking about the environment you were in and the wrong people that you were around. And again, it could be something as simple as like you're in a doctor's office appointment, and somebody's having a really traumatic day, and you happen to be in the general vicinity. You want to feel that. Exactly. You will you really feel will. that. You really will. Going to hospitals, I'll talk to you, funerals, or any other places where there's so much emotional activity, um, even happy places like um, graduations and good emotional, anything emotional. Yeah. Based. You know, there is you a know. very large debate about how this exactly works. Mm-hmm. But to me, it, it's more along the lines because it's energy-based. Right. Everything right, right. on Earth is, even we, we are energy-based organisms. You know, the earth is an energy-based organism. So mm-hmm. if a person with a certain mood is walking somewhere and you walk there energy to energy, you're, you're going to absorb it. You're an it's empath. An it's an it, it literally, it, it is the way it is. I mean, in science, um, even, what is that that um, he uses, the infrared? It recognizes even heat, heat signatures, right? right. Imprint. Same thing as the feeling yeah. and emotions. Right. Same thing. I. Um, okay, so people that actually have high levels of empathy also are very active minor neutrons within their brain. It's actually a part of your brain that reads the emotional cues from other people and actually figures out what they might be thinking or feeling. Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, you get to that, oh, my God, this, no, this person isn't reading your mind. They're actually just picking up on your emotions right. is what it is. In other words, if you're an empath, it is very likely that you could pick up on the tiny, the tiniest of changes in someone's expression, body language, voice tone, and other misses, and immediately sense what that person is actually feeling. Oh, yeah. Undeniable. Undeniable. Yeah. Those same active not neurons, however, mean that you are basically lived through feelings, which 
is good and bad all at the same time. Right, because you can yeah. are happy, you're happy. Because you're yes. absorbing everything as if it was your own. Right. Right. As right. if it was your own. That's yeah. why your friends, yeah. when you guys get you guys that act extra goofy around each other, because you guys are getting the extra goofy vibes. Exactly. Now, this could actually be quite a powerful gift to somebody, yes. but it also can be exhausting and overwhelming. Especially if you don't know how to develop it. Right. It's, actually, it's, about, it's yeah. about developing it and about then balancing it yeah. with others' feelings and your own. If you know, too, always you can use in certain bracelets and earrings and different kinds of crystals, then you'll find that most empaths. How many of you have seen me ever seen me without these? Never. Okay, or the fact that I always wear this. Never, never, never. There's a reason I have to wear these things all the time. My moonstone. What? Literally. Moonstoning, guys, very powerful, okay? Yeah. Even that's, that's what I connect with. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it is a good grounding yeah. stone. It is a good, you know, right? Well, see, the things with an impasse, we impasse have trouble um, grounding too much. Okay, and that's what it is. What happens is me, myself, and again, this is part of me and my trait. When, when I'm overgrounded, I become over-emotional because I'm overly absorbing what the earth energy has. Right, right. And that's why it's extremely important for every empath to be balanced. Your chakras, your aura, everything has to be balanced in line. To be comfortable in your own skin, what she's saying too about all the alignment, very much true. Yep. To be okay in dealing with your empathic life, making sure that everything else is in alignment and balance and, and all the insides and outs are all working in the proper coordinates there. Exactly. It does make a huge difference in just getting on with life because you don't become non-empathic. You're, once you're empathic, you're empathic. Like that for life. Yeah. You know, those, those children where they say, oh my God, their child is so sensitive. Maybe yeah. a child in a child. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. maybe they're actually absorbing what's going on and that's what happens. You have to distinguish the fact whether or not they're just highly sensitive individuals. That's right. Or they actually do have an empathic ability which always kind of shows as somebody over-emotional or unbalanced yeah. emotionally. Yeah, and then the, another thing, too, is not only those kids that are sensitive, those kids that tend to hide and keep more to themselves. Sometimes they're doing that in other type of ways, like the fight-or-flight thing. They're backing off, becoming introverted, mm-hmm. so they can try to separate themselves from the overwhelming feelings. So it's, it's kind of like a catch-22. It really is. It, it's a very difficult thing to do. It depends on who the person is. It really is very difficult someone, like somebody who's extremely empathic or high-level empath, would have a very difficult time working, um, say, with individuals with certain um, disabilities or working around um, the uh, the places where you go, like hospice. That would be very difficult for them. Working around certain individuals who are extremely depressive, those are very difficult for people like us. Yes. You know, it's not our fault. We try. It's just very difficult. It really is yeah. because it's, it's like... It's like when you catch when you catch a cold, it's when you catch you catch that cold and you feel it all encompassing. I need to walk around in a bubble. You're still gonna get it. You got yeah. you, you can you can de-germinate you know a million times or right. or stage yourself a thousand times a day. And empathy <laughs> is something you cannot run away from. Exactly, exactly. Right. You can ground yourself and still be empathic. You cannot open yourself and still be empathic. So, and yeah, it is, and sense. that's the way it is. Now, we're going to actually, that was just number one, mm-hmm. right. okay? So, I'm going to light a little stage. 
And Michelle is going to go over to number two, and I'll see what's happening okay. over in our Facebook page. Now, number two, okay, it's, it, it, you know, sometimes you feel like those sudden overwhelming emotions when you're public, okay? Not just in, on one-on-one conversations, okay? It, it, it can happen with them when they're at any time, you could be anywhere, there's no one. Now, Movie theaters are a big place like that, too. You know how people have the whole spectrum of feelings when they watch in the movie? That's sometimes going into a public place like that make it very, very difficult for you because you're an empath. So you're, you're, you literally get taken on a roller coaster ride that the producers and directors of the film, you know, purposely did. They have, people have that whole big, you know, uh, waves of emotions. You're going to feel that even doing something like that, Okay. And it, it can happen out of nowhere. It can happen from anything. You can go up to a register, and all of a sudden, the person right in front of you, perhaps she's having such a horrible time right now that moment that she's bleeding, she wants to hurt herself or something. And you, when you happen to get up to, to, the, to the register, and you, and you wonder why, why did I grab her hand and say, oh, she's going to be okay. And right? that's what it is. And, and empaths, you know, uh, uh, like psychics and stuff, and I'm just trying to get the stage going here, but it's giving me a tough time today. So, an impact will just know things. So, for some reason, it, it, when you compare it or when it, if you're working with me being an impact a lot, along with other gifts as well, it, it's like this massive rush to help this individual. You don't know why, yes. It, it has to happen. Like mm-hmm. this lady, I mean, literally, my husband and my kids went, boom, and they scattered. I was in Walmart. So, what are you doing? I, I have to talk to her. What are you doing? I said, look, I got to talk to her. So he just fucked up and get out of, get out of my way. Because yeah. that's the way I was right now. It was like, it was urgent. You had to. I had to get to her immediately. Mm-hmm. And she started rushing out. She was rushing up the aisle. And I said, honey, I have to stop you for a minute. And she just looked at me and I said, don't do it. She just looked at me again and said, please don't do it. Please don't. There's a reason that everything is happening to you. You have to survive what's happening to you right now in order to help one of your future kids. Please dump the pill. She she was like a total pale white shot, like wow. She goes, oh yeah. And by the end of the conversation, she gave me a hug and she said thank you. And I I haven't seen her since since the day, but those it's like a sense of urgency, and that's what it is. People don't understand that it's like you have to get this out. You have to because if you don't. What happens is you go to absorb it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just remember that oh, story. Oh, no, no, no. That's just, I remember I thought, that story. That's one of my favorite stories that you do tell. Yeah. It really is a, a great example of that because sometimes you do feel this overwhelming, this compelling urge to yes. fear, do something exactly. out of your norm. And you know what? Don't hold back. Something like that, it, it has to be done. Those speeches, those feelings are there. I mean, a good shot. That's another good, good chance that you're in a bath. Because, you know, yeah. I don't know anybody else other than empaths that really go on to do that kind of thing, right? No, there are some psychics. I mean, I, I'm a big channeler, but I'm also an empath. So right. when you combine the two, it's just kind of like a clear knowing type thing. So, But right. my strongest ability has always been my empathic ability, but I also channel. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, it's a catch-22, what the hell I'm doing half the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, I'll tell you one good thing, though, guys. Think of this. My kids never could lie to me. Never. So they just told me the truth. It was easier. Yeah. Literally, my, my, even, even Joseph tried it. He comes up and he goes, um, yeah, ma, blah, 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 blah. I said, okay, I'm going to give you one more try. 
to tell me the whole truth, and I won't ground you. <laughs> or I can ground you, but not telling you the whole truth. I, ah, your choice. That's right. So, literally, this is what I've done here. So. <laughs> it, it comes in handy. It comes in handy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Number two. That was number two. No. Yeah. Number three. Number three. Oh, this, Ooh, one, this is a good one. This the one is vibe. Let me tell you something about the vibe, honey. The yeah. vibe in your room uh, and where you are now is more than you can understand. This one I it really, really identify does. because I yep. get very uncomfortable in rooms with certain vibes. Yep. And I will run ill. Literally. You notice, like, because every now and then we will burn stage. And, mm-hmm. like, the other day when I, when I was doing readings, I had to light the shade the stage mm-hmm. because what it is is it's the vibe has to be just right especially for an impact so I, I do I burn a lot of stage the Palo Santo but mm-hmm. what it is is that the vibe of where you are the room that you're in the car that you're in the house you're in the place you're visiting mm-hmm. upon those places the vibe is actually one of the most important yes. aspects yes. the yes. most important atmosphere because you really need it is not that you need to be aware of your surroundings. Your empathic abilities are already aware of your surroundings. Right. Okay? And you're extremely sensitive. Not right. <laughs> sensitive. Uh-huh. Extremely sensitive to what's happening around you. And this is something that can happen. Right. Now, when you're surrounded by peace, calm, they actually flourish. Right. And um, because you take on those qualities is what it is. Calm. Right. Uh, so the same reason places of beauty can, can transform in past, whether it is a quiet garden, a lovely, like a lovely bedroom, a ballroom, a hall, a museum, likewise, if chaos yeah. and depressing environment will quickly, quickly pull the energy out of an empath. Oh, absolutely. And what happens is once the energy is pulled out from the chaos of the depression, they get to the point of snapping, at least that's me. I will snap. You know, one time I literally... I can't deal... I can only deal with so, so much. And it's mm-hmm. not... that it's My patience level is just because of who I am. Being individual. I you, know, you know, it's just who I, I am. I, still, I will never forget this since my dying day, honestly. I went to New York, and I had well, not an opportunity to go see uh, one of the... A whole tour to the different museums in New yep. York. That was the Museum of Art. And I... This one caught me. Because it's not only people, but the items carry energy imprints. And it was a special exhibit. And as I was going through exhibit to exhibit to exhibit, I started feeling more repressed or feeling more dead. And it just kept compiling, compiling. And then well, you got to artifacts and right. words. Some of it is actually a form of psychometry, too. Right. And it, but it was yeah. so unexpected yeah. that I was like, I have to leave. I'm leaving the museum. Like, who the heck wants to leave the, 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 the Museum of Fine Arts in New York? Well, I mean, this is the thing we don't want to. We do. don't want to, but surprisingly, uh-huh. it wasn't actually the people. It was actually the items. Right. It was literally Now, the items. if you went in there as an empath with psychometry abilities, oh. uh, <laughs> somebody like that, <laughs> who that is. Uh-huh. Anyways, it's very difficult to deal with. Because psychometry is when you're picking up the object, you either get pictures or, or words in your head with me, it's pictures of what the object was, where it came from, what happened. And that's basically what I used to do on the paranormal piece is I would get into the land to see what was going on through the energy. I pick it up through my psychometry abilities, right. which some people call psychic abilities. Now, you want to add being an empath onto that, 
oh my God, I tell you something, when somebody actually gets shot in the back, oh boy, not feeling pretty to it at that. Especially no. in South with psychometry, because you're seeing it, you're feeling it, and oh, it's, yeah. it's a tough thing. It takes a while, a long time. And it took me a long time, because mm-hmm. all these things that we're teaching was something that I had to struggle and learn on my own. Yeah. And things that Michelle was, had to struggle and learn exactly, on her own. Exactly, because right. this is not something they teach you in school. No. You know, you don't go to school and you learn how to, how to deal with being an empath. No. You barely go to school and talk about feelings and emotions, right? So it's it's not it's not comfortable and you wonder why you struggle with certain, certain situations in certain environments around certain people yeah you know and you, you wonder why if you sit back and now we have a name for it now we have a way to call it and there's enough of us that now we know how to help each other and one another with all these things exactly now, there's advice plenty thank goodness um that we you can always keep trying something new until you find something that works for you no, so maybe well, next time I go to the Fine Museum of Art, I'll go to wear a bunch of bracelets and crystal this and crystal well, that. Well, other exercises, too, we're going to get to. Oh, good. Go but ahead, first, ahead. we have to give them all, all the them. information. That is true. So now we're going to get to number four. Number four. Number four, Michelle, number four. Well, number four talks about you understand where people are coming from, like mm-hmm. your empathy for people, okay? Yeah. Uh, it's the core trait of an empath. Even more so than the absorbing the emotions of others part, okay? Empaths can learn not to absorb emotions as much, and some empaths rarely absorb them all at all, you know, at all. But all empaths are able to intuitively sense what someone is trying to express, even when they're try- having a hard time expressing the feelings themselves. Exactly. And some people do get bothered like that. It's like, it's, it's, the easiest way for me to explain it from my point of view and things that I've been through, you can actually understand both parts of an argument. Mm-hmm. You know where the people are coming from in both parts of the argument, and you can literally see both points of view. Like you're sympathetic and you're empathetic. Yes, you can see them both. Mm-hmm. Yes, that you can. Gift in itself right there. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? Definitely a gift in itself. I mean, it helps you all, helps you a lot with learning, like, you know, the understanding part of you and connecting with others. And, um, I think as people are empaths, though, they learn to kind of, they learn how to make friends in a different way, too, I think. It's very difficult for an empath to make friends in certain areas or in certain aspects because you always know if somebody doesn't have the best of intentions. You, you, mm-hmm. Sometimes you try to um, put that aside and go forward, but, you know, then you kick yourself sometimes saying, I should have listened to myself. Yeah, that happens. That happens yeah. a lot, especially in person relationships. Oh, my goodness. Like, you try to get past that, no, that's just like paranoia, and that's what it is. Is it paranoia, or is it this, is it that? And don't they know how to do it so well and say, well, you know, that maybe just that's because you're feeling about it. When in actuality, you know, I'm feeling this way because I'm feeling what you're feeling. Uh-huh. I'm feeling. Yeah, and it's, it's very difficult, so. Not yeah. easy, not I, you easy. know, it really is. But here's another thing. Number five. Number is, five is definitely you. I do this with you all the time, all the time. Here it is. Sheesh, people, I can't even do a video without you. Do people turn to you for advice? Yeah. 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 We were talking about yeah. this part earlier, actually. Yeah, with you know? such an insight, empaths are frequently sought out by their friends for advice and support. Mm-hmm. And encouragement, and also like with social media, the way it is now, people just reach out. 
It actually helps the empath. Also tends to be a good listener and will often be like patiently waiting for someone to say what it is that they need to say and then respond from the hand. Um, if this actually sounds like you, you probably know that it can be hard at times too. People don't always realize how much of your energy it actually takes to you to be a listener, an advisor, and a giver, and some people do take that for granted. In yeah, other words, they, they will, like, come and keep coming and coming and coming, yeah. and that's yeah. not about saying don't, don't contact me, yeah. but you have, to, you have to learn to, like, yeah. budget. Like, if I, if I have something, I've learned, like, knitting, mm-hmm. shooting zombies, love shooting zombies when <laughs> I'm angry. These are the things I do to get my frustrations up, to be ready for when I need to answer something. So when I answer somebody... I'm answering them because, okay, I, I, I have the right frame of mind. You're in a good place. That's what it is that you guys need to do. You need to learn mm-hmm. to develop something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a coping mechanism. Big time. Big coping me- mechanism. Me, it's, I, can just, I can do both half days. I'll stay in that tub for two days if I can. I can. I love nothing better than a good tub of soap. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> I have no idea why, okay? All right. Now this one, number six, okay? And it's funny I'm going to say this one, but I have to say I, I also do love watching the news, too. It's kind of weird. But I didn't when I was younger um, because it did do this to me. Because tragic or violent events on TV can completely incapacitate you. Completely affect you. Especially when it's really good acting. So oh, we'll be acting to get it. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's a it's, horrible event. That it's not happening to you, right? Right. It's on TV. It's on the movie. You can feel it through your entire thing. I yell at the TV. And I'm like, no. Don't do that, you dummies. You know, it's like you feel like you're living through the pain and the loss of the evidence that's going on. Even though it's like a thousand miles away, it's a big thing, it's not even real, it's a show. Yeah. But you feel it, you get so wrapped up in it, you know? Um, but at the same time, like, I like horror, and like you do, right? I do too. But I, I may not like violence or human tragedy as much because human tragedy affects me here with yeah. the, the scare factor is fun emotions. Yeah, well, but, see, it's it's not scary to me because yeah. I don't think it like the movie Mamma Mia. Yeah. When that thing comes out, of, when that that thing co- stops coming out of the wall, I mean, who's ever sitting next to me? And again, I think I scared my poor mother. <laughs> but yeah, all of a sudden, this thing comes out, I grab her, and I go quick, grab the camera, that's awesome <laughs> And that was it. She was all done after that. And so, a lot of times, somebody's like horror movies are not taken seriously. Now, when no. I read. Yeah, yes. Here's the trick, guys. For reading, I don't read anything that's true to life. I do read a lot of learning stuff, but when I'm reading, I'm dealing with vampires, werewolves, anything that is not of this life. That takes my brain away to a different time, a different place, a different area. That's like my my mental escape. Right, and it it can grip you because it's not something that you have to experience emotionally. Right. Whereas, like, I've watched it.
when you watch this guy with the bloody chainsaw <laughs> after he was swallowed by a shot and his friend was swallowed by a yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he cut himself out whole. Wow. And then pull his friend out. And, and neither one of them had a bite on him. And Sharknado King Todd is coming out. And they're looking for extras. I think Sue and I should go and try to put in to be uh, extras on the on the uh, Sharknado Cape Cod new movie. I mean, it's right, right in our backyard. Probably. Oh, yeah. We can be the radio people to get whoosh. Yes, we can do that. Whoosh. I want to get eaten by a shark in the Sharknado. Cape Cod. No, I think we should get squished and then punch our way out. Ooh. And then when they spit us back out, we could thump the mics in the hand and we could talk. Yeah, we were like, Sue, how do you feel about getting eaten by a shark? <laughs> huh? Dude, does it make you want to go out and get a golden? Stop. It's but that's so the great. thing. I love the movies because they, they make me laugh. Yeah. And that's what it is. And I think that's what it's about. It's like a a running spoof movie, but it, it I enjoy it. I really yeah, it's nice being in the past like, to be able to let yourself just experience something totally gone. Sweetie? They do like thank you. Thank you. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's kinda hitting my table. Sorry. Sorry. The dog was scratching it oh here. What the heck? It's a tornado! Oh, my God. It's a tornado, too! Oh, my God. Now, here's the thing. Anything... Oh, my God. Thank God you got this. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. This is so me. This is crazy. Okay. <laughs> Here is the thing. You actually can't contain your love for your pet animals or baby. I love babies! Okay. You can't. And that's one of the traits of an in-house. I'm sorry. Yes, I talked to my dog. Yes, I did talk to my cat. Okay? Um, yes, I'm already planning what I'm going to do with my grandchildren. Yes, I love my children. So it's just a part of it. Okay, sure. Everyone knows that babies are adorable. Little miracles, dog cats are cute. But for you, those feelings seem to be so much stronger. And that's what it is, stronger. Literally. Because when... I first got Otis. I wouldn't let Michelle bring Poodle over until I knew he was he, he was mine. Yep. So he and I bonded. He was allowed it. Nope, nope. He's the only one in this house right now. I have to bond with him. And then, uh, nope, nope. Got to bond with me. And then that's it. So you just adopted a little baby yeah, boy. No, and that's what it was. That we, had to, we had to bond. No other dog was allowed. And, you know, it's really kind of funny. And that's what happens is. He says, you're not able to actually help yourself. You're actually gushing over someone's lovely tri- child, and some people will look at you and go, oh, my God, she's a creep. Like, okay, get away, get away, run, run, run. run. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's I like you, baby, you got the biggest cheese. I want to say, you crouch down, and you're actually sowing some love. And the same thing with, like, dogs and cats, and some people might actually find your reaction a bit over the top. Yeah. But for you... It's just, it's a uh, way how anyone would actually react to something. Like, that's I so love babies. Love you love babies. Yeah, yeah, see, and, yeah, see, now my daughter in law trying to bring my twins over. Thank you very much. Oh, yes, she is. You, we'll just keep giving them over to me. I'll just kiss one of them back to you. I'll kiss the other kids back. No, we're going to give it to you with the dirty, dirty dentist. I don't like it. When I have their little toesies and the tongue, little piggy piggy. Yeah, I can see. Good thing that girls ain't peeing in your face. <laughs> All right, so, and anyway. <laughs> This is actually, now, here is the thing. In many ways, this is one of the many perks of being an impact. Um, all of your feelings, including your positive ones, are turned way up. And my doctor thinks I'm manic. See, I'm not. There's my diagnosis right there. I want a lollipop yeah. now. Oh, God. <laughs> Guys, I literally lived through number eight. Do you want so. to read number eight? 
Because I'll do number nine. Uh, number nine, Steve, do you know what not, number nine? Number nine. Oh, okay. I'll read number eight. <laughs> number eight. Okay. I don't even know what's going on in the chat room right now. I don't I'm having so much fun. I have no idea what you're All right. Most of you that, that like I said, if it follow the podcast, most of you know that I have actually lived through this. You might actually feel someone's physical illnesses too, not just their emotions, okay? When someone is actually sick or injured, you might even go as far as to feel their ailments, and I can tell you, yes, it's true. It is very You might even, um, and again, you're feeling them as if it's your own ailment, your own sicknesses, and this is why um, after my husband passed, he was terminally ill, he was at home, I took care of him, so I felt his pain as well as my pain, so yes, I was an emotional wreck. So, and again, so if somebody's actually sick or injured, it's hard for you to be around them, but yet you're empathic side and your your ability and what you want to do is you want to be there, you want to help, you want to connect, you want to you want to be able to help you, but yet you're feeling all these things, okay? And this is what happens. It's like uh, it's not just sympathy. It's it's like you're you're feeling like concern for this individual. You want them to have a good quality in life, so yes, it does make you good caregivers, but when you lose a patient uh, in hospice, it also is quite more painful to you in the same retrospect. So, um, and again, physical sensations like pain, tightness, soreness, all in the same areas of the body that your, your patient or, in my case, your husband would be feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, if your empathetic brain is not only mirroring, mar- uh, mm-hmm. sorry, what other people are experiencing, but also projecting that experience physically into your own body, okay? Mm-hmm. And it can be quite uncomfortable, let me tell you this. Okay, um, back when I was on Wailing City Ghost, I used to text Luann and tell her to take a freaking pain pill for her shoulder before I could not move anymore. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't, don't. Yeah. And see, with Michelle, mm-hmm. I when I start feeling a little off, I know it's time for her to check her sugar. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. That's my favorite. I come in handy. What can she I say? Yeah, she's like my sickle meter. Michelle's a sickle. And, and I mean, sickle, sickle. Like, <laughs> it, it's really quite difficult is what it is. You know, it's, um, it could be, like, uncomfortable and overwhelming, but it can also be um, joyful because how many other individuals can actually say that you truly understood how mm-hmm. someone Right, right. Literally, you, you like you understand it, and yes, it, it's a devastating thing, especially when it's someone close to you. So when it is lost to you, especially if it's someone close to you, the loss goes deep, yeah. and the loss will take longer for you to heal from because you were dealing with it in this retrospect. That's so right. it really That's is right. quite a difficult thing. Not easy. It, it's a it's a very hard thing to do, especially for an empath, especially for anybody. But for an empath, it, it is more. And it's funny how most empaths do get drawn to those types of medical fields. Yeah. Um, unbeknownst to them, later on, those usually become more of a more of a struggle if they don't learn how to work through that and learn how to, you know, um, find a way to maneuver themselves through that whole ordeal. It's not work becomes very difficult. I that's why I stopped working in uh, hospitals myself. It is, mm-hmm. and the sad part about it is, is that you actually can truly connect. Truly, can truly 100% connect, and that's why. A lot of impacts you'll find are like doctors, counselors, physicians, caregivers, um, hospice care people. And Mm -hmm. it's because we can connect with what it is that they're feeling. You can connect with what it is their family is feeling all at the same time. 
Exactly. So, yeah, so it, it it's kind of like up and down, good and bad. Type it's one of those uh, gifts that you can use for rather good rather than evil. Yeah, well, it's, it's a gift and a curse. Yeah, what it is. Yeah, because yeah. it's a gift when you can help someone else, but it's usually a curse if you're feeling like a loved one going through a lot for a long period of time. That could be very uh, daunting and draining. It's a question that you It really is. It's a very special yeah. thing to do, though, you know? Now, number nine is you can become overwhelmed in intimate relationships. Relationships can be challenging for everyone. But imagine how much bigger those challenges are when you can send every little mood, every little bit of irritation, every, um, you know, yeah, even lie, every single little lie, big lie. That they can't hide any of that from you, okay? Positive emotions, too, can become overwhelmed. You know what I'm saying? As if the relationship may engulf you, engulf you, swallow you whole. Right? Like that shark. Right? Sorry. Like Sharknado. <laughs> but it's more than that. Once you've been together, the shared environment is also a hurdle. Like we've been talking about the other environmental things. Okay? Right. So when you're cohabitating in a partner's energy, it's, you know, it's always present for an impact. You can almost feel like it's an intrusion upon yourself. Right? Yes. So feel good. In fact, view their homes as a sanctuary. Yes. Where they can get away from the constant demand on their emotional senses. And having a partner changes that. Okay? Some, that's why some empaths choose to remain single. Others learn to adapt, perhaps by having a room that's their private space, or extremely important, seeking a partner who respects their boundaries. As an empath, it's very important you set boundaries for all of your relationships, all intimate relationships or not, because it has to be a bit like kind of like you have to control your energy for this, control your energy to get to that. And I'm going to control my energy and take this much energy to get to that area of my life, and that area. It's about learning to <coughs> Without boundaries, it's chaos. Yes. It's chaos. Yeah, it's just chaos. It's like those little rubber balls we have as a kid going like this. It goes dum 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 everywhere. No, I can usually get it. Right on me, on me. That's really good. On me, I'm just grabbing a like that. Like that, me like that. Then you get, and the thing is, you, your partner can say, no, 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 I don't feel that way. No, 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 you're not right. That's not true. You, you feel that 100%. No matter how many times they say, no this and no that and no this one. Yes. Very true. Okay. You cannot hide that from uh, partners. You've been you've been in that environment together. Your energy imprints are right there. There is no hiding. You can say right to the person, "I am not feeling this way. <laughs> I am not." And then going on Yeah, you know. I'm not feeling this way. Literally, no. and you know, you, you know. So you might not say anything, but you know. You know. You, you know. Do. You know when they're having a mood. Yes, you, know, you know, you know they have an issue fit or a tantrum or, um, you know, that whole situation. You know, absolutely you know. Exactly. As much as they can say, no, 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 it's not true, it's not true, it's not true, I never felt that way, no, no, no. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Energy suckers. <laughs> yeah, right? That's why you've got to have boundaries. Respect those boundaries. If you love someone who's an empath, respect their boundaries. That is one of the most important oh. things you can do for your relationship. I'm sorry. Becky. Right. <laughs> sorry. Um, hi, everybody. We haven't said that yet, but Becky said it says, yes, I'm out of the closet in path. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, my God. That's so funny. 
Pop filter boo. I know, I know, Jake. Right, right, pop right. filter. I'll get the pop filter on. Oh, oh my you God. You want to talk about the pop filters? Well, we are going to actually talk about how to help you guys with this empathic stuff, yeah. okay? Yeah. Because like I said, this is something that I took many years for me to actually learn because I was, this was one of the issues that I was born with. I was born being an empath. I was born channeling some of the other things I developed along the way, mm-hmm. but I was born like this. So it took me a long time, and especially, you know, if you grow up a teenage girl and go through puberty, hell, oh my man. God, that's the worst, man. <laughs> that is the worst. Yeah, it really is. It really is the worst. And then, you know what the good thing about it is? Mm-hmm. Remember I told you before about wow. my kids? Yeah. I'm like a freaking walking light. They can't. You can't. I know. I might not say a word. Mm-hmm. I know when somebody is like, hey, putting it this way, but bullshit me. Yes. I know if somebody's That's right. bullshit me. That's I, right. I've always known. I don't always say I know, but I know. But you know. I know. And then you you're out there that you know. not even worth acknowledging. Or picking your fight. Do 
Oh, my God. And the poor dog's about to get dark. The poor dog. We, we, we actually exhausted the dog. Yeah, we did. That was like, ah, I can't. You're playing for like two seconds. You're like, ah. I, Yeah, until we finish the show. Then when we finish the show, and you <laughs> want to chill and relax and maybe watch something before we go to bed. And they're like, Titanic. 
on. Oh my God, you had a nice part. Are you all in or are you all out? Yeah, it's all in. We can't help it. It's just how we work. Yeah. You're either all in or you're not. That's it. It's There's no way to get in. Let me put my toes and teeth in water and get it. But no, jump the hell in that water now. Get Where a tattoo. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Join us. Get a tattoo with our names on it right there. Okay, or or right here if you want. Oh, my have, goodness. I'd be happy with that. You know what I mean? But you're either all in or you're all out. Ah, exactly. Or you're all out. Exactly. My dog keeps in heaven and emotional breakdown. It's a good thing. Ah, ah, what? You want to hear the good thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, empaths actually have a calming effect on people <sighs> and the power to heal them, which is kind of ironic. I am a Reiki master teacher. Yeah. So, but before that, it was like I felt these heat in my hands and I wanted to know more. So in my teenage years, that's when I started that. Mm-hmm. I started this back when I was, what, 18? So I've, right. I've been doing this for a while. And it's true. People just need to stay, seek out an empath not only for their advice, but also because they feel more peace. Now, mm-hmm. how many of you, I'm going to stop reading that for a minute. How many of you have had, like, dogs that they don't feel good or kids and they don't feel good? They seem to be drawn to you. They want to be... Like in your lap, whether yeah. you have your grandchildren or your children, they want to be with you. That's mm-hmm. like a trait of an empath because mm-hmm. you have this like natural healing energy to you, and it just it makes them feel better. Yeah. Like my kids were like, to me like, oh my goodness, that was when they were younger. Literally, it, it really is like that. When I ran yeah. away from home school, I came to you. Like it was a thought. <laughs> you know, you, you want know to know why? Because no. in fact, people unwillingly, not even knowing, seek out the most empathic friends, especially when they they need that balance or that healing is what it is. Mm-hmm. And the honesty, yeah, and all that stuff. And yeah, your friends also, you know, they they use their gifts, you know, to to help make you know make you feel better, and they understand it. Yeah, because this, this healing time, we're not talking about physical, but we're talking about physical, mental, emotional. Mm-hmm. What it is is that we have this um, ability within us to help others heal in, in many different ways, and mm-hmm. that's what it is. And right. When somebody is coming to you and actively seeking you, that means that they're ready. That's right. And that's what it is. In other words, you can lead a horse to draw water, but you can't make them drink. Not unless you want to drown them. So, no. <laughs> no, but even then, they probably wouldn't drink. So, no, they wouldn't drink. And, and that's what it is, and that's, that's what they're actually going through right now. And so it, it, it is. It's a beautiful, lovely. So what are you doing, Mr. Buddy? Do you concur, Mr. Buddha Buddy? I think he does. Okay. Now thirteen is you cannot see someone in pain without wanting to help. This is me. Another big me too. Me too. Oh my God, it's awful. You walk past somebody who's in need, and you automatically want to help and help that person. You know, you struggle because the amount the same way. Yes, because you always you feel like yep. you can't turn off your concerns on the people. There's always that job to do. There's always should be a way to help somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the answer is like, you know, no, because not even when you're busy, even when you're not, when you're busy and you're feeling rest is always, you know, and you're still feeling that. That's just a chance that you are an empath. Yeah. That nagging thought of I should have helped that person. I wish I'd given that person some money to give them today. You know, it's why it's it's not an easy thing because that's so. It's still there on you. Oh, I should, wish I could have done more to help this person. I wish I could have done more. Was it enough what I did to help that person? It feels like it's never enough to do it. i got to do this. This is a job that needs to be done, and I need to be doing it. Yeah. Like you have that compelling thing that you need to do it. Exactly. Why empath is such a valuable part of the amazing kaleidoscope of human race that we have. 
Yeah. Okay? Because MDOT people actually are the brightest thing on the radar, impossible not to see and respond to the needs of others. That is exactly where the empath's healing ability comes from, and it is something we can use more than this way. So, and more empaths are being become known every single day. Now, mm-hmm. when we come back from the break, we're going to actually be talking to you guys about self-care for empaths. Self-care for empaths. This is another oh, very, very, very important. Very important self-care for empaths. So we are going to take a short break, and we, we will back. be right back.
never get tired for it. Sometimes I'm the guitarist, sometimes I'm the drummer. I know, it depends you know, on my mood. I need to go get some water. Water? Water. You darling, bless your heart. I needed water. We actually have a question in the chat room. Ooh, I love caution. <laughs> okay. Does anybody want to call us? Do you want to play? Put that out there as well. Yeah. Oh, I want to teach you guys some techniques. Yeah. All right, so, Nikki Renee mm-hmm. would like to know, um, she said, how do you deal with the feelings, with feeling close family members' shady thoughts? Ah, well, that is a difficult one, but it, it's called tap. There's a lot of different techniques that I use. I use a lot of crystals because I'm very connected to them, and they really do help a lot. Um, but they're... There's also what is known as bubbling, which is one of the self-care techniques that we're going to teach you. We're going to teach you about bubbling. Um, so these are some of the things that you could actually do. But the best thing you could do about certain family methods is you need a sacred space that's just for you. When I say sacred, I mean a space that is just yours. Just Just yours. yours. Nice. Literally, a space for a while that's just yours. Is going to help you immensely, okay? That's where meditation skills too. Yeah, literally. There's there's a lot of techniques that we're actually going to teach you. Oh, Annabelle, I'll have to read that Veda. Ooh, really? Ah, Annabelle is one of our favorite people from Australia. Down under. Yes, down under. What's another shriek from the ball? It is down under. She's actually she's quite funny. She's awesome. She's, she's a good dude. We love so her. the next thing we're actually going to teach you. Sorry, sending a link to someone. Yeah. Um. The next thing we're going to teach you is a lot about self care. Now some of these techniques I have actually used myself. Yeah, and it's very important yes, that I you try and, and practice. Ah, another one. Okay. Feeling your mother's pain is a very difficult thing to do. Um, it you need to, and this is the thing. Um, my husband has liver cancer, and he was very terminally ill the last five years of his life. So I felt everything, his emotions, his, and it's a very difficult thing to deal with, and you need to take a break. And I know it's a very difficult thing to do, but literally um, I was lucky enough to have my older daughter who would um, literally have to stay up all night to watch him because he'd be up and down all day, and I would never sleep. And I used to take time to myself once a week so I could kind of, like, recharge my battery. Which you need. Now, I go to weird spots because I'm an empath. Um, I actually, my most favorite quiet spot to go is the cemetery. It's the best spot to go to, believe it or not. I go sit. I'd rather be I do. I go sit at my father's and my grandfather's gravestone because it's just peaceful to me there. And I know that sounds strange to a lot of people, but when you are an empath, an extreme empath, that is your sanctuary. Why people have too much feeling and emotion? Yeah. Dead people don't have those feelings and emotions. Now, when you're feeling her pain and you don't want her to know you're feeling it, you you need to write it down somewhere. Okay? You need need to write this down is what you need to do. But you have to find a way to get it out. Once you get it out, you can usually find a way to getting it stop absorbing because what Mm -hmm. you do is you're telling your brain you're recognizing where this is coming from. Right, right, right. And, and that's an empathic ability, an empathic trick. You need to get that out. And you know, okay, let's, what else we got? I would be like, hey, Mom, we're journaling our horrible feelings today. <laughs> let's release all kinds of junk. We're going to have a releasing type of day. 
and, you know, sit, sit her down and be like, what's wrong? What makes you sad? Right in the book. And, it, and afterwards, that's why so many spells are writing things down that you don't want anymore. Yeah. And wrote, burning them up and letting them go to the universe because it's, it's the exact same thing that you learn, you need to learn to do in your real day. You know, there's, there's a really fun way. You need to take a break. So literally take your car, go for a drive. Um, write your feelings out on a piece of paper. Go somewhere you've never been. Mm-hmm. Fold it into a paper airplane. Throw it. Wherever it lands, bury it. Never go back there again. Never. Done. Done. The earth will actually recycle it for you. Mm-hmm. you my team, and now depending on your sign, sometimes that will kind of tell you where you want to run to or, or where you go to. Like water for me is extremely, extremely helpful when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. When I get overwhelmed with feelings, the number one thing I want to do is get myself into a salt bath. Salt bath right away. Salt water, salt bath. That's ocean, or that could be right in the bathroom. You know, it makes it um, that protective salt to me. Make it just I don't think even in my mind, only in my mind sometimes, but it does make me feel better. And it makes like this, I feel like it's making me a protective shield still of protective salt around me, and um, nothing can touch you. Now sometimes you need to put that mindset. Do. Self-care for an empath is actually extremely important. Oh, it's actually necessary. Yeah. Is it the one I just answered about now, a month? How do you meditate in a quiet room if you have never done before? Hmm. Now, Kathy Martin, I think she's going to be in our rooms, um, apps for meditation. Your phone's dumb. You can download many, many, many different types of apps for meditation. It's finding something that you're going to connect to. But yeah. I would recommend Kathy Mont coming to the Sunday, you know, getting on our Sunday um, mojo with the chakras and the healing. Because you also talk a lot about the meditation and teach a lot of different types of meditation tips and, and tricks and techniques and things like that. We can also do that for a show next Thursday if yeah. you guys would like to learn a little bit more about meditation. We can definitely do yeah, that. Except we're radio, so we can't not talk. Right, so that's the problem. That is part of the problem. Well, because we're radio, we only do video on Facebook. We can't not talk. Mm-hmm. So um, we can always add that in here and there for you guys, so that's not really an issue. Right, right, uh, right. But meditation just takes practice like anything else, just like anything else. I mean, easiest way to start, if you love being outside, go sit outside by a tree, literally cross your legs, just like Stephanie says, frisk cross mm-hmm. apple sauce. Just mm-hmm. literally relax your hands, close your eyes, and just listen to the sounds of nature is what you can do. Right. You can do the same thing. In, in your house or in your environment, or you can literally play a CD with the sounds of nature, just something soft and subtle to make you believe you're there, or ocean waves. Oh, yeah. If that's yeah. what calms yeah. you, find something that's very. I love our subtle, people in our room. Something that's like subdue, well, like subdue you. Calm, yeah. So it's very calming, it's very relaxing, is what it is. Mm-hmm. And you could stop that way. After a while, you won't need the music to be able to put yourself in meditation. Yeah, but that even if you're just um, sitting there for a couple of minutes, and literally closing your eyes. What's your name again? Um, Kathy Martin. Martin. All right. Kathy. And I love that um, our people in the home are that. I don't know. We're giving each other advice. Inside timer is another way to so check the front door. Yes, I will. Ooh. Coming. With it. Coming. With it. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I'm not about the key not working with the door, Carol. 
All right, I'll I'll figure it out after. Sorry about that, guys. Okay, so Kathy, this is what I this is what I want you to do, Kathy. Okay. All right, right now, I want you to take two minutes, and I just want you to sit down and relax, crisscross. Okay. Okay, I want you to just sit there, and I want you to just listen to the sound of my voice, and I want you to breathe in through your nose, always breathe in positive through your nose, breathe out through your mouth, and literally the only thing I want you to focus on right now is your breathing. Mm-hmm. Just focus on the breathing in the positive, blowing out the negative, and just keep focusing on that, nothing else, just that. Just let the breath come in, mm-hmm. let the breath go out. Focus literally on your breath, and you want to continue to do that, continue to do that, listen to your heart stops slowing down, you self start relaxing, and you just keep doing that. And believe it or not, what you're just doing right now is the start of meditation. That's, That's all right. it takes. It's really very simple. That's okay. baby step, baby step, baby step, right baby step. That's your first step. Okay. All right. So now, as an empath, you are picking up pieces of other thoughts um, throughout the day and miss. Placing parts of yourself. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. See, we are sponges actually absorbing everything around us all day long. Being an empath easily does mean that you need to take greatest care of yourself in order to flourish. Right. All right. Now, when an empath is actually practicing self-care, they are much more prone. If you aren't practicing self-care, you're actually more prone to mental illnesses, believe it or not. Because you have to remember that you have a lot going on within yourself. So you're dealing with many other emotions as well, which is really hard to pinpoint what are yours and what aren't. That's what happens. So, all right, now when an empath is not practicing right there, more focused, such as like depression, uh, general feelings of being overwhelmed with life. Now, uh, as far as what is an empath, now an empath is, is a highly sensitive person, um, which is you're highly sensitive versus an introvert. An introvert is a person that just never wants to go out, never wants to leave, doesn't express mm-hmm. himself, but the problem is you're listening to so many other emotions, it actually causes... Get their own right, it does. It causes a bit of a problem. Now, there are some actually unique differences in each, okay? So we're going to quickly give you a bit of a explanation here, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, an impact is Okay, an empath is is actually a person who is intuitively picking up on and absorbing the emotional and physical feelings of others. That's right. They are usually very giving of themselves, and it is common to find empaths working as healers or in heart-centered work. Right. They need alone time every day. Please remember this. Every day. In order to clear the energy that is not theirs and process their emotions. Exactly. But highly sensitive people are. They're also more more prone to be affected by external stimuli. Um, biologically, with something having bright lights on you, loud sounds, uh, sirens, gunshots, like the, those brains have those where they shoot the rifles and things out. Mm-hmm. Scratchy fabrics above you, tense flavors, tense smells. You experience these things in a more intense level. Um, and you can easily pick up on subtle emotional cues, too. And 
cognitive process, but more on a deeper level. Right. You know, you, you, you just need that. You need that alone time every day, which is so important because you need to, like, do a decompressing of your nervous system and the process of, like, the process of your day. Like, like it goes from what you did with that day and kind of categorize it in emotions. I don't know how exactly. else to describe that. <laughs> Versus, like, an introvert who's, like, a person who gets energy from going inwards instead and spending time alone. It's different, okay? They need that to recharge their batteries, the introvert. And, you know, they lose, they lose a part of themselves in social interaction. It's a different type of sensitivity. Right. Okay? Now, still being one of them, you know, very important, right? Own who you are and where you've been, right? Being an empath, it, it is for your best interest if you own being an empath. Like Susan said, it can cause a lot of emotional illnesses, mental illnesses, different types of things because you, you're not processing just your own feelings. Everything is in excess. Yeah, you're processing yours and everybody else. So the first mm-hmm. thing I want you guys to do, honestly, is every day you need time to be alone. Mm-hmm. I don't. Every day. I don't care. It's or literally, if you're a mom, take the newspaper in the bathroom. I'm telling you. Give yourself oh, the time out. Literally. literally time out I have time done out. that. I have literally stuck the timeout mm-hmm. clock on because mm-hmm. that's what my kids always put in timeout. So I stuck the timeout clock on and I would put myself in timeout. Exactly. You really, really need timeout. Um, now, the first tip is technically not a daily self care tool, but is something that I believe every empath should have going on in the background of this self care. Now, a lot of empaths actually experience something known as traumatic or shame-inducing during childhood. And uh, what it actually means is you feel like guilty when, literally, when you're a child, and again, your child puts himself a lot. A lot of times you say, I shouldn't have done this, I should have done that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes empaths will have a tendency to focus more on their childhood or if they've done something in the past and they've grown, they want to fix it, they want to do this, they want to do that. Mm-hmm. It, it's a quite difficult thing to do, but right. you need to find a way to get that out. And, again, I'm going to tell you, journal. 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 The best way to connect with your trauma, out. heal it, acknowledge it. It can't scare you anymore if it's out in the open. And the most important thing is it needs to be out in the open for yourself. Exactly. Not to out in the open to tell you something to carry, but for yourself. Because it's important to you not to keep carrying that shame around. That shame does not come truly from you. It comes from feelings you exhibited as a child and got from, as, from your childhood. Yeah, not, not That's why exactly. the kids used to think that they were at fault for divorces of their parents. Right? Exactly. It's, it's not always that you've necessarily had a traumatic childhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can still get traumatic stress without having a right. traumatic childhood. Right. It's just that you, you're absorbing so much that sometimes it's, it's difficult for an empath to try to pinpoint their emotions from others. So how do you know your friend wasn't going through something? Right. You were picking up this, you were picking up that, you were right. picking up the neighbor's kid. So, and again, that can cause part of, like, the electromagnetic response. Yeah. Type yeah. It's all around the same aspects of that. You know, and we carry through them all of us without even realizing it sometimes, you know. It's very beneficial to try to do that. Like, as an empath, you hold a special healing energy. Because you're able to connect with the darkness in other ways that most people can't. Yes. So it's not only the light you're connecting to, it's, it's also dark. the dark. That's why you need self-care. Yeah. Okay? It's, 
Thought any doctors that you would experience and that you hold within yourself is actually the light you carry to heal other people, to heal others. Empaths go through the dark times, okay, in a way that so you can literally hold a beacon of light, like the Statue of Liberty, for other people. Mm-hmm. Don't push it away, guys. No. Don't push it away. Don't, don't. hold on to it. You need to no. find a way to let it go. You really no. do. Yeah, that's very, yeah. Don't ignore it. Don't stuff it. Don't shove it in your underwear drawer, so to speak. No, literally, no. you need to find a way. Um, it, it's it's not in vain, and and it actually holds great meaning in your life, and in others' life. Um, making it an ongoing self care project to actually heal your wounds. Mm-hmm. Find their purpose, and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Purpose. What is the reason I say this? When when I say wounds, I mean challenges. Why did you go through that challenge? Why did I have to go through the challenge right. of watching my husband go? Why did I have to go through that? Right, right. Maybe I had to go through that to understand what he felt like so I could, again, turn, get here. There's right. a reason for everything. There is. There is. There's a big reason for it. There now, yeah, ongoing self-care, you need to heal your wounds first, find their purpose, and never doubt the healing power of your experience, your experience is old, and that's mm-hmm. it. As I, I, get, I talk a lot about what I've been through and where I've come, but somebody out there must be connecting with me. It's because you're meant to. Because that's what it is, mm-hmm. our personal life experiences. Yes. And what we've been through and how we've healed and how we've come through it can actually help a lot of people. So and, and own it. Very, yeah, own it. Own, own it. it. Own it and, own love, and love who you are. Okay, you are... You are that way for a reason and a purpose. Someone needs you, needs your insight and your help. Someone needs that you have that you have to go through those experiences to cross over that bridge to the other side to say, hey, hey, you, mister, you're not alone. Exactly. You're not alone. I, I, I'm seeing where you're coming from. I, I understand how hard that is and how it must feel to you. You know that makes the hugest difference in someone's life? Yeah, it really does. People are afraid to sometimes to open their mouth and, and say nice things to other people or, or smile at a person. Everyone's doubting and talking. Don't look down. Don't look at anybody. Don't say nothing. Nobody knows. Kids get embarrassed if you say hello and goodbye and good afternoon and good night. It's almost those things literally make a difference in people's lives. Right. What if you say hi to some person who in three years has not had one person say one word to them that wasn't like a doctor or a cashier or, a, you know, some person that was exterior to their life. Oh, but, yeah. you, but you saying good morning every day makes that person want to get up. Everybody I talk to is hey, hon. Uh, everybody I speak to is hon. I don't know why. It's maybe an old bartender trade. I don't know. But <laughs> it's always hon. It, it's just the way it always been. Right. Now, here's the thing I talk about all every time. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday. Right. The first chakra we actually start with is the root. Why? Not because it's mm-hmm. chakra number one, because you're grounded. Okay, right. practice daily grounding. It's actually very important. And I tell you guys this all the time. Every Sunday, root like a tree. Mm-hmm. You need to root like a tree. Think of it this way. If you do not ground daily, okay, you're going to lose your energy center. Yes. yes. If a tree is planted and its roots aren't going into the ground, will it bloom? Will it flourish or will it die off? Us as human beings are actually the same way. You need to ground. 
Grounding is actually a way of bringing instant relief is what it is because your root chakra, your main chakra number one, is the energy center of the earth. And this is where we get our energy. A lot of people say, oh, my God, if I ground, I'm not going to be able to pick up psychically. No, honey, it doesn't work that way. If you don't ground, you're not going to get the energy to be able to channel. It's going to be too open. You're going to become off balance. You're going to knock the other chakras off balance. But you need to ground. Literally, go outside, walk barefoot. Uh, root yourself like a tree. Picture, literally, picture your your feet rooting into the mm-hmm. ground as a tree, barefoot, sand, ocean, anything. You know, it is really a great way to do it. It really I, is. I very much so is. Yeah, big time. Definitely. Um, what was I going to say? Um, now that's why the da- the daily alone time right. still is a, like one of the most best advice you're going to get. If, like Sue said, do give yourself a time out if you're busy with kids. Um, walk through the grass in the backyard, like, be the one that wants to take the dog out in the morning, right? You know, you can get outside with your slippers where you can sip your feet out of your slippers and stay Hug a tree, right? <laughs> be the one that goes out there and does that. Yeah, you know, Be the one that, um, you know, for instance, when it rains out, and I want to go get the, I'll go get the mail, but it's raining. Oh, I want to go out I'll be the one to go out and get the mail. Why? So the rainwater comes on to you. Exactly. You know, you're feeling that, you're feeling that calming, that, that, that earthy type feeling. You know, water your plants, talk to your plants. You know, things like that. I mean, it does give you instant relief. Now, the other part of that is, well, the tourmaline, black tourmaline and hematite crystal. Now, Sue is the crystal person about that. But you, you have them all the time, too, on, around you, too, with necklaces or bracelets or rings, things like that. Because, and especially actually in the house. Because it's when you're, like, feeling anxious around certain people or certain things. You can touch those stones. Oh, yeah. I, I know it. Feel like you're and because I have a lot of wrapped stuff, nobody even knows what's in them. So, no. You know, and, no. and they're just wrapped especially for me is what it is. So mm-hmm. it's really cool. Now, is um, another one is actually develop boundaries. 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 For yes. some reason, and again, I, I and that's why you really need to develop boundaries. Boy, stop backing. Okay. So the one reason is that you pick up on so much empathic energy that um, feeling good or bad or healed, um, you're actually confined, you're stressed, you're worried. All these emotions that you're actually picking up on everybody else can become, it can become daunting and, and draining to you is what it is. But you need to know when to say no. You need to know when you have to have time to step back and take that time for yourself. Right. Because that is something that you really need. Uh, you need to actually become more conscious of your conversations that you actually have with others. Mm-hmm. So you don't unknowingly, emotionally entangle yourself. And that's what happens. And this is what I'm going to tell you. Cut your board yeah. every single night before you go to bed. All you say is, and again, you can call Archangel Michael. You can call him if you want. I choose Archangel Michael. And I always say to him, please cut all my cords that are not for my highest and best good. Because what happens is us as empaths have a tendency to have these feelers out all over the place. Just think of them as like little little suction cups because we want to help this, we want to do this, we want to do that, we want to do this. And that's right. where you need to develop those boundaries and that aspect of it. Very, 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 right. very, very, very. You can actually make yourself sick. Oh, yes, you can. Yeah. You can become depressed, not yeah. a while, yeah. 
stretch myself through to then, but, you know, 54 took a long time, but it was something that I had to learn. Now, you need to actually clear your mind as well. That's where the meditation thing comes yeah, in, right? Yeah, meditation actually comes in quite handy. You need to clear your mind every day. Um, and that's what it is. When, when you're actually taking on so many emotions and feelings of others every day, it can actually leave your mind racing and you could feel totally overwhelmed, mm-hmm. which is why I have a routine every night to get my mind going. So if you notice, I couldn't go to bed right away. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I finished all my books. I know. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it is. You know, journaling is, is a really good way to clear your mind of everything that you've actually been through. He's actually playing with a shirt right now. My dog is playing with one of my shirts. Aww. <sighs> Sorry. Yes, we, we, we have one of those offices where our pets come with us and they're goofy and they're silly and they bark and they cause trouble and we don't take us with them. What can you say? We're in That's <laughs> true. Um, so, and, and that's what it is. Journaling, <laughs> journaling not only, it, yes. it, 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 it's a very <laughs> healing process. I mean, my, and again, I'm going to bring up my husband. My husband was terminally ill. I have about 30 of his journals in the closet. Right? I still have yet to pull them out, go through them. What he wanted me to do is he wanted me to put them in book, book form for everything that he went through. Oh. He, everything that he went that through, would be he said that. eventually it, would, it might help someone else. Mm-hmm. So I haven't done it yet. It, it's you know, been a bit, but he wrote everything out every day. He would uh, grab his coffee. Grab his pen, always had a pen, didn't type, he wrote it out. Always had his pen, had his notebook, went outside, and he journaled. That was his thing. That was his everyday project. That's um, what it was. In the chat room, Kathy Martin is talking about the shoppers on Amazon um, that, yes, they will. Sue is the one to answer that question. Okay, what is that? It says if you buy the certain stones you need for your shoppers on Amazon, which we buy it through our link, Amazon affiliate link, will they work the same way? The same way as what, honey? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, the same way as what? See, the crystal chakra stones, they have many different aspects that you can do it. Yes, it will kind of help your chakras, but you still need to actually ground every day. Mm -hmm. Um, Working with crystals is a way to boost everything that you're working on. Like every Sunday, we go through the healing process as far as all the chakras, giving you all the information, healing them, balancing them, Mm -hmm. and making sure everything is actually working the right way for the week. So we do this every Sunday. But right. in between, yes, it, it's a good idea to have something balanced because something can knock you off balance during the week. Oh, absolutely. I mean, literally. So there's, there's chakra meditations, there's chakra cleansing. There's a lot of stuff that you can actually do. The crystals, um, I put everything up there that I recommend right. um, based on the chakra show, based on my information and what I do. Mm-hmm. Those were my personal recommendations that are up there on that page mm-hmm. right now. And they are they are from Amazon. But if you feel connected to a particular type of crystal or something else, then I think that you need to go with it. You need right. to trust your intuition. That's right. Okay, exactly. and that's exactly what okay. it is. Very, very much. Exactly so. what it is. Now, part of the meditation, some meditations do help you with the next thing, which is what the protection bubble. Right? Is there meditations that do help with that as well, too? Or what do you recommend about ah, that? Ah, well, I have a particular type of exercise that I use for protection. It is something that has helped me out throughout the years, many aspects in many ways. So if you guys like to learn it, I can actually teach you my way of doing it. Okay. And then Michelle can read you her way. My way. My way. All right. Would you guys like to learn 
about my little protection bubble. Yeah. This can be done absolutely anywhere. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not driving, you have to close your eyes. Yeah. So it's not a good idea to yeah. drive your eyes. Do it before you turn the key Especially in. if you're going into, say if you're going into, oh my God, this happens every time. You're going into a family reunion, you know there's people around there that are just going to push that button on you or you're going to feel something. Yeah. Or you're already predicting all the negatives. I, right. Really, right. Okay. Right. This is what I want you to do. No hint. This is what I want you to do. Okay. So, Michelle, you're going to do this right now. Okay. okay all right. There right. you go. So, I take off my hat? You, you just got to close your eyes. Can you do that? There's a certain way that you bubble yourself to not contain everything in you because as impacts, we absorb a lot. Okay, so this is the easiest way to do it. Just close your eyes, okay? Just sit in the chair, feet down, just relax, just close your eyes. This isn't a deep meditation. It's very easy. Now, on the side of you, I want you to picture like a little bubble. When you kids, you were, you were blowing little bubbles, and so there's a little bubble right on the side of you. Now, this bubble is pretty solid, and it, it, it's growing. This bubble... It, it keeps growing. It's on the side of you. It's growing, it's growing and it's growing and it's growing. Don't touch it. Let it grow. It's very healing on the inside because it's a small bubble that you created. There's nothing in it. It's pure. It's energy. Nothing can get in this bubble. So you're going to keep creating and expanding this bubble until this bubble is the same size as you. Okay? So you have your bubble. Your bubble is the same size as you. Now, I want you to pull the bubble over you. And then I'll explain why you did it that way. I want you to pull the bubble over. Literally, the bubble is sliding over you. Anything else that was with you is gone. You are now in your protective little bubble out in public. So what you're doing is kind of blocking. There's a reason you did it that way. If you created a bubble around yourself, you're blocking in everything. Negative, positive, emotions, symptoms, feelers you already have out. You're taking everything and keeping it there. If you create the bubble, just starting from a little pinpoint on the outside of you and then pull it over your body, all of the negative and everything that's not supposed to be there, it goes, it leaves. You're pushing it out because of the purity of the bubble. Feel better? Yeah. Yeah. It's that easy. That's my method of what I do as far as the protection bubble because you don't want like I said, you don't want to have all of these, like, you're sitting in a chair, you feel really irritated, and all of a sudden you just sort of bubble yourself right there. You're going to feel it. You're going to be irritated for the rest of the day. You bubbled it in. Right, right. But you can't let it out. Yeah. It doesn't get out. No. It, no. it doesn't go anywhere. So it, it's just going to stay there all day because you bubbled it. So you want to bubble everything on the outside, minus any emotion. Literally, just always focus on your breathing. Watch your bubble grow. Start it from nothing. Build it up. And then just go, like, just like this. Right there. It's all over you. It's implode. When I tell you what mine is like. Okay. All right. We're going to do what Michelle says. Okay. You're going to do a lot. Okay. You know how the astronauts have their spacesuits, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And they have the the big glass, well, I don't know what it is, whatever, that clear helmet part is, right? Yeah. So they bubble over the head part, right? Okay. So when they get into their protective suit, they're in the suit. The only part that can be open and shut, right, is the helmet, all right, on on an astronaut suit. So I want you guys to picture that, okay? Okay. <laughs> all right? In the morning, when you get up, what are you doing? I grab, I put my suit on, and I bubble myself up to the, uh, 
okay? And I literally, like, I'm stepping into my bubble in the morning, okay? And I put my helmet, okay? I can open it, and I close it. Believe it or not, that's how I got, I literally got taught that. The whole face thing that's me. But the helmet part is open and the close. Open, <laughs> close. The helmet, that's how, like, I trained my body to have that type of thing. Because I, you know how I feel when I go out. Every time I go out, I will run into everybody, right? I, yeah, she I, does. I can't go anywhere. I, I literally sometimes honestly have to use the sizes to get around. Because I do, I, one simple thing. So if you're in a rush, don't take her anywhere. Yeah, it really is like that. Um, so I like to have the able to have my protective bubble, my protective suit on, right? That I feel like it takes me throughout my day. And I have my helmet on me all at all times. But what can I open up when I need to? Third eye. Well, see, that's the thing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I can let things in. Right. But I'm within. I'm still within my protective suit. Right. So I can move. I can move. I can dance. Uh, we we can do all that too in my bubble. Right. Right. I'm just getting rid of all the crap that doesn't belong to me. Well, that, I just shut myself. I just closed my helmet. But what are you closing in? Well, think about it. Okay, think about this way. Michelle closes her helmet. There's a little bee stuck in it, so she's stuck with that bee for a while. Oh, and I keep talking to it. Then I'll talk to it. I'll make friends with the bee. I'll be like, I want to sit yellow, y'all. Yeah. I'm going to start wearing yellow and black all the time. <laughs> yeah. But every night before you go to bed, guys. Yes. Every single Ooh, This is a very nice one. Yes. Release all energy that is not yours. Send it back to its owner. Now, we talked about this. Got all the cords that are not for my highest and best good. When you go to bed, you lay down. Release all energy that is not mine. Please right. return it to the owner. All these things are very, very important. See, that's how my space managing works. Because now I'm going to get hooked up, brought right back to the, to the space shuttle, right? I get I got brought back from the, the How do you poop in your bubble? It's the astronaut stuff. So you just poop in your pants and it goes out of the hole. Well, once they connected. finally bring me back into the to the spaceship. Okay. Okay, and I get in there and I, I'm actually now I'm in cold enclosed into the spaceship. Then I can take out my poop. Pooping all the spaceman stuff. Okay. So she has a sticky system. Don't like poop. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and again an- another thing you can say is I now release all of the energy that isn't mine and I lovingly send it back to its owner you know what I love to say on that one but return to the <laughs> <laughs> you like you guys know that song it's oh my god I know that one send up <laughs> happy to happy naughty to naughty bad to bad cat to cat Whatever the energies were that you caught, like you ran into that day, yeah. return to send up. <laughs> and then after that, this is also important. <laughs> now you need to call back all the parts of yourself that were scattered throughout the day. Yeah. That's, That's right. another way of cutting your cord. That's right. Call back all the energy that was yours that was scattered throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Next right. part is a return to send up. So whatever I got put out there, <laughs> I say. Boy, oh, if you want to be grounded, don't you want to come out? I think you want to come out. Oh, Buddha, come here. Oh my God, 
We, we've got two little boys in here playing while we're trying to okay. do the show. Oh, let's get over here. Come on. Come on, get over here. Come on. You boy mom to behave, okay? Oh, my God. All right. Awesome. All right. All right. So. But it's funny, though, because that's how I picture it. Right. I literally picture myself going to my space room, you know, and then at the end of the day, I'm, you know, I plug in and they pull me back into the space shuttle. Right. And then I'm able to take off my space suit and my helmet, and then I can just try and go into the sleep and the dreams well, and all that I, I bubble myself. Mm-hmm. And because I, because of all the feelers that it has to put out, I find that it's easier just to throughout the day to bubble yourself and cut the cord. Right. And that's what it is. You want to remember to pull back in everything that's actually yours. Now, being an empath can actually make you feel as if you're too sensitive, too caring, or that your dog likes to change the page you're working on right now. Oh, All right, hold on. Can, can make you feel like an thank emotional you. nerve. Oh. But the thing is, you think you, no, that's the thing is, like, we think sometimes that we are the ones who need to be fixed on this whole vibe. Yeah. There's no fixing anyone. It's everyone has their, their things to work on and their challenges. Yeah. You cannot fix someone. We don't take bolt, nuts and bolts. And we don't need to require a screwdriver. Although I'm very good with tools. Yeah, she is. That's why I need her to pull me back into, uh, what is it, um, NASA control? Don't worry, i got a wrench for that. All right, good, 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 good. Oh, we can take the screws. <laughs> i got a screw loose. We're gonna reach for that. There we go. There we go. That's what it is. It's just my uh my my face to uh idea from. But I mean, if, if you guys have any other tips too that you would like to share with us, please guys share it with us. Um, get that information out there because what might be something that you do can help somebody else. You know, not just our ideas that the hell is here. Your ideas and your suggestions and your thoughts and the way that you guys exactly. do things is important. So, um, and it helps. It very much helps. Hey, Buddha. Look at This is my Buddha buddy. Not much of a zen. My Otis does nothing but stare at me all the time. Tango. Thank you, everyone. This is Otis. That's Buddha. These are the troublemakers that you hear in the background. They're not so. These are our boys right yep. here. Uncle and nephew. Yep, this is it. Nephew yep. who's trying to get down to bite his uncle's butt. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? Looking at him. He's looking for him. Where is he? Where is uncle? Uncle, uncle, uncle. Where is Buddha? Where is Buddha? Oh, there's Buddha. There's Buddha. There's Buddha. You know, so, all right. So, let's see. You guys have any other questions here right now? Any, any other questions? It does feel so good, guys, at the end of the day after being an empath, accomplishing your day, and knowing that you did well, yes. that you grounded yourself, you, you navigated yourself through all kinds of emotional woes. Yeah. I don't mean your own emotional woes, but everybody else's emotional woes. So, and it is, it is very, you know, you should be proud of yourself when you get to the end of that day and you can say, wow, you know, I, I helped someone today, I learned something today, I lived today. But you also didn't absorb it, you released it. Right. Out to where it belongs. Why? Why? Return to sender. Right? Two? One. You want to return to sender? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sitting here until it's the end of the show. Guess what I'm thinking of? Pop one. Did I finish that? Did I finish that row? I was working on the baby blanket. You know, and this is the issue with me. It's like, okay, I got twins coming. I got to have two blankets, two hats, two booties. Two jackets. Yeah, I do have a knitted jacket. It's all booties, by the way. Well learned. And now she wants the sunflower blanket, which is awesome. So we're going to 
Michelle's going to start crocheting that. Yes. So, and I'm working on the blankets right now. So it's like, ah! <laughs> and talk about, look at, look at that. I'm noticing myself on the feet. Here I am rocking Buddha like he's a baby and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not over the top. With no. No. No, no. Not, not me. Look, on. I'm still rocking back and forth like I have him on me. Right? Today. I'm still right over this. Yeah. I mean, I'm literally walking the doctor to see whether he's dead in my arms. Oh, yeah. he got down to get some chow. Oh, see? Yeah, he got a so drink. Got Come some on, chow. that's not overload, right? Most people don't do this. They walk their dogs to sleep at night. You know? <laughs> and then I, I choose to smuggle with this little guy. So, but I mean, that's not over the top. Right. But it's stuff that... I appreciate it. I like the fact that you're an empath. You're a cool empath. Well, thank you. Because you're such a cool empath pal. You know what I'm saying? You see, go, you know, you know what it is? To it's, the bubble. It's, it's those, you know, it's so weird. What? Literally, <laughs> I'm a Swede. You know those Swedish women you fear? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, that cartoon when I was a kid. My father used to get so insulted that, of course, I imitate that girl. Remember <laughs> that? Literally, she's got, like, the Swedish big toe sticking on the side of her head, and all of a sudden she looks and she goes, oh, a man! And she starts running after him. I'll imitate that, and it's like, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> Swedish women are tiny bone there. Oh, that's why you guys are the first warriors there. You needed to be. Why? Because you needed to kick the, the, the Swede men, the Viking butt. They needed to have tough women back in the day. You know what I'm saying? That's for sure. Uh, it really is. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean? Now, is there any ideas or suggestions you'd like to uh, No, just Brenda said coloring books. And, he, yeah. and again, adult coloring books are a good way to just take time yeah. for yourself. Like, I'm, I'm knitting the blankets. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's like I never knitted. I had to teach myself how to knit. And my motivation was being a grandmother. So mm-hmm. now I finally figured out how to make a decent blanket. Oh, my God. I know. You know, so and I made my first hat. And it literally has got waves in it and everything. I was like, oh, my God. It's yeah. a I'm even shocked at myself that I knitted that. It's coming out so. amazing. So Becca said Sue, um, but nothing else. So yeah, the adult coloring books are a good way to take time to yourself. That is, that's yeah. a great idea. And you know, you know when like your kids yeah. sit down to color, you got young ones and they're gonna color. You know, get get right on the floor with them and color too. Who the hell says the only kids are allowed to do things? Well, are you on. kidding me? I sit down with the chalk outside. Oh, Literally. Yeah. Oh yeah, loved yeah. it. Chalk. That was the stuff, I tell you. It was amazing. Mm. I used to love doing that. Chalk, the crafts, the bracelets, something that helps you um, focus and enjoy your time with yourself. That's a big part of it, is enjoying yeah. time with yourself. Because, you know, being in that you're going to have that emotional roller coaster day. Yeah, you, you know? are. And that's, that's what it is. You need to, with the self care. Mm-hmm. It, you're not going to be so... Oh, diamond painting like Maria does. That I've seen her do. Oh, yeah, my God, oh, Maria does that. Gorgeous. Literally, I don't know how she does that. Because, see, I, I wear trifocals, no offense, guys, but, you know, I, I could... Could you imagine me? I didn't feel like with my trifocals going... Oh, I don't know how she even picks those things up. But literally, she goes... Wow. I, I don't know how she does that. She does that, yeah. But there's people that like to sit down and do puzzles. My mom's a puzzle that. person. Yeah, and then there's people that like to do, they find, like, um, you know, different types of crafty things. Yeah, like it, literally, find, just find something. You need to take, you need that alone time. So mm-hmm. if your alone time is a craft project, if that's what you need to do yes. to get your alone time, do it. Yeah. Do it. And it's in, come on. If you don't have one, create one. Fine, go, walk, go to your nearest craft store and go through the aisles. I guarantee you will find something. Yes. 
Literally. So Something. remember, remember to take time for yourself. Bubble, especially in populated areas when you do have an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember to, Michelle, return to sender. Return to sender. There you go. Remember to return anything and just send it lovingly back to those that think that you have absorbed throughout the day. Remember to call back your own energy. It's very important. Absolutely. Very, very important. You want to take what you gave and, and let them take what they gave. Right. Take it right back to where they got it. Right. Take time to yourself every mm-hmm. single day. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, guys, it's okay to say no. Absolutely. You don't want to own you, own, uh, overwhelm yourself. And, and it's okay to look after yourself. You don't have to give anybody a reason why you're not able to at that moment, but it is okay to take time for yourself. Yes, it is. Okay, it's all a part of it. Oh, diamond painting. It's um, like, I swear to God, like the top of a pen, these little diamonds, and it's a sticky thing, and it looks like a colored book, but mm-hmm. you take in, my daughter-in-law does it, you stick it in the color, and then you stick it on the paper, and you go, and this is how you're coloring. Like, it's like doing dot to dot with like little diamond things. Mm-hmm. So, like this. Yeah, she does it like no way. Literally, she's like this. Oh, like, my Okay, that's not a lot. Like, what the heck? I don't know how she does it. I don't that. know how she does it. No, I don't. Well, she hasn't done it since, you know, pregnant with the twins, because, you know, hot burn pops it up all the time. Oh, yeah, and there's not going to mention that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Where's the little dude in the shower? She goes, oh, look, Jackie got a bobo. Yeah, oh, like, 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 oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not over the top. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> well, my poor Buddha buddy has so much patience with you. That helps a lot. So if you're a little empath and you're still in the closet, get the heck out of the closet. I'm out of the closet, guys. Come on. I'm come not on. insane. Room closet. I swear. Which closet, okay. any closet, whatever closet you're in. All right, we got about eight minutes left to the show, and I want to remind you guys one more time mm-hmm. that literally you got to help us out literally buy anything on Amazon, and this is how you do it. Because we're actually an Amazon affiliate, and we, um, I finally got through. We got approved. We're all set. So we decided to work on things this way because I, just, I hate saying, hey, give us a donation. Hey, can you hear me? I'm not like – I just yeah. – they're very uncomfortable yeah, with the like that. Well, yeah. I would rather find another way. It, so. so we do. We do appreciate everything. We're still going to do the giveaways, and we'll still do still do the stuff on Tuesdays. But literally, this is the best way to help us out. All you got to do is your regular shopping every day. Mm-hmm. And all you do is go to our website, which is um, awakeningtheunknown.wixsite.org backslash ACU network. Mm-hmm. Go to the shop page. Click on any of the recommended chakra products. Click on them. Let it bring you to Amazon. After you're in Amazon, you just do your regular shopping and check out. And it doesn't matter whether you buy something we're recommending or not, but we will still get the credit for referring you over to Amazon is what it is. So that's what it is. We refer you over to the Amazon site, which is where I buy my chakra principles anyway. Right. So if you're interested in the, in the same things that, you know, that you still use it even on Sunday and different things, the, just the, the tip of the iceberg is there, but it gives you the window to get in the insurance for more items and more exactly. things. Exactly. Okay? So you can go through this. You have either the Crystal Bible, I think it's picked in there. Yeah, all three yeah. Crystal Bibles. Yeah, all that's three. something that will help you a lot. Like we talked about mm-hmm. crystals. Crystals do help. I don't know any other word person. I actually I have. 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 I
chakra boxes in there as well that are pretty good that comes with like pendulums mm-hmm. and, and things. There's a couple of kits that I, I looked through that I thought that would be quite beneficial to people that don't really have anything to deal with their chakras yeah. as well. So. And it's not expensive, you guys. Yeah. You know Amazon, you can find great deals, you can find great yep. sales. If you, that's not the exact choice of item you want, that just gives you the window oh. to keep finding some more things. I just hit my own head on the microphone. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that makes a huge difference. Yeah, it okay? is really going to help us out. Really, really. Don't forget very, very, our very. next show. We have Friday off, Saturday off. Oh, wow. Us. And Sunday is Chakra. Chakra. Chakra balancing, chakra healing, information, oil, crystals, right. herbs, food. The nice gold. sound therapy with the yes. gold. So, oh, yay. Yes. Speak my song. <laughs> and don't forget, the most important thing for an empath at the end of the day. Return to send up. <laughs> the next day just compiles. And literally, it's just going to keep building up. You just need to do these things in order to help yourself. And that's what it is. In order for you to help others, you have to help yourself. Oh, someone has, how much is a crystal Bible? I know they're having a lot of different sales with Amazon, and I think it depends whether well, it's Amazon Prime. Well, if you give me Prime, one second, I'll look it right up. going to look it up for you right we now. we got a couple of minutes, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and there's, like, there's, I think you've got one, two, and three there for the Crystal Bible. Crystals yeah, make a huge difference, guys. I'm going to uh, mention even, like, that web, that website. Um, well, Amazon has a lot of good deals. So you, you know, you look literally. through, you'll find, like, she's, you, she likes to wear the moonstone. Um, other people connect to other different ones. You grab and you go towards the one that you are connected to. Not any crystal is the right crystal or the wrong crystal. It's the one that you are connected to. Well, see, here's, here's a good thing. You guys got a Kindle? Because I do. Kindle. All right, I have a Kindle. Kindle. So Kindle. if you buy the Kindle version, it's $2.99. If you want to pay for that, it's $16.67, and that's just for one. Uh-huh. If you want to purchase all three books together in book form, it's actually forty-seven ninety-nine. Mm-hmm. Um, again, all three of them. Right, Crystal Bible two Kindle version, three dollars ninety-nine cents. Paperback is thirteen dollars. It's gonna be something you're gonna want to keep handy. So lately. they're really not that much, you know. Crystal Bible three, mm-hmm. um, the Kindle version is three ninety-nine, and the paperback version is sixteen forty. They're all by Judith Hall, um, and I really do enjoy her books quite a bit. So there's yeah, a lot of, I do, oh. I do recommend Judith Hall books. Mm-hmm. She does a lot of research, gives you a lot of extra information. So. Right. So, I mean, that right there, you can get into that. You don't have to, um, prices well depending on what you want to purchase. That's totally up to you. Um, but it, you know, it's going to be one of those reference books that you're going to want to keep handy because crystals do work. Crystals do make a huge difference. Yeah, they You do. know, they're used, crystals are used as broad spectrums for a million and one things. You can't even have Certain lasers, even without diamonds, to have the diamond is actually a crystal when you think about it. Yeah, so think about the day to day of that. Crystals, your watches get run by crystals. I mean, there's so many things that crystals literally should be and already are part of your day to day that you don't even realize. Oh, yeah, definitely are part of it. And you can get a lot of good deals on Amazon, too. Uh, Amazon is something that I've always I've shopped on them. I'm, I'm a Prime member. I That's watch their right. videos. I'm a Prime. I watch their videos. I mean, I have my Kindle, so I'm a happy little camper. Plus, when you're a Prime member, you literally, oh, you're welcome, sweetheart. No problem. We'll be back here again on Sunday. Sunday. Oh, my goodness. Sunday. Healing Sunday. We had a couple days off. I actually have to clean out the closet and you're my freezer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And get a battery for the truck. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll get it done. So we, we have we have a list. 
Yeah. So, and Michelle's got to hit the beach at least once a day. It's her thing. Yeah, I, you know, I'm a fire sign. <laughs> Water does, like, help me to soothe and calm. See, an empath. Yeah, yeah. This is a good thing. An empath needs a little bit of time alone. Michelle mm-hmm. likes her time at the beach. And mm-hmm. so I'm, like, alone doing my knitting and just getting myself back to me. Or mm-hmm. I'm on here doing classes and studying or something. Yeah, and then we reconnoiter. Yeah, then we reconnoiter. And then I make her watch her something ridiculous, which she gets addicted to. Yes. Like, we ran out of Sharknado, so I think we should go and put it to extras for the new Sharknado Cape Cod. Oh, my God. You I would you so love We get to get squished. Yes. Oh, oh, Betty, yeah, you go to get squished, and I punch them out. because yes. I look at it like the hefty one. Yeah. Yeah. Bang. yeah, you punch the shock right in the freaking Boom. Pow. Nobody yeah. messes with AT. That's why AT is going to Yeah.